I can't see anything. My eyes are like, Baruch Hashem, they're amazing. But, huh? Okay. So, so sometimes, sometimes, you know, sometimes a song comes down. That's connected to the parasha, and then, and then, and then later we figure out somehow how, how you know, why is that song? What's the Torah behind it that it connects? And then sometimes, the Torah comes down first, and then we have to look for a song. That gets much more difficult. So, what? So, today something was, Torah was coming down, but I had no song, and I managed had nothing. And the whole Chabura is based on the song. That's, that's the point. That's what we're doing over here. And till this moment, I really had nothing. I wasn't sure. I had something. It wasn't, it wasn't Gishmak. And then when Momo started to play Akiva's Berdicha Renigin, so that Nigin I used this year, Siyanta Dishmaya, before Hadlakas Neris, like the pre-pre. We used the Rivnitzer's Nigin right before our lighting. Kadaya here. Maybe we'll play that at the end. But the pre of that, we were listening to the Bredisha Renigan to get, to prepare for, for to, to light. So Mom was playing that. That was, the, the decision is made that that's going to be the song for tonight. Because it reminds me of Hanukkah. And we're still holding my Hanukkah. It's a little bit long, I think. So six minutes, maybe. It's a little bit long. But it's very deep. And it's the Bredisha Renigan. And it's Akiva. So if anybody's heard Akiva, he's, he's of the deepest. Who's Akiva? Sorry. You're going to hear. He's a, he's a singer. He's an Israeli, one of these new, like Isharibo types. Okay. But he's, he's up there. He's very deep. We've Is done some of the songs. Is his name Akiva? Or Akiva Turjaman? What's his name? Turjaman. I think his father's a Rav. I think his father's is a Rav. Okay. He, he's, he's very... Okay. You a picture there? He's a lot of, he has some famous songs. We've used some of his songs. Yeah, so I don't even remember what the words of the Tila are, but we're going to listen right now. <laughs> but we're going to... So send it, send it to everybody. What is it? Yeah, I'll send I'll it to Momo. We'll send it to Send it to everybody. But I want to see it for a minute as we're, as we're going on. Just like... <laughs> no, he's going to send that. Because I listened to him well, for a week. The Tila, yeah. Because of you, I listened, for, I listened to him for a week. Because of Momo. Oh, right. Remember, we told you about this. For a week. All this music. Oh, wow. Right now. It's very, very powerful. So I'll put it on the chat. I sent it to you. You can put it on the chat. Uh-huh. You sent it to me? <coughs> What's the sound of the different okay. Momo? I sent it to Momo. Different Momo. I need to see that. But okay, now, so we're going to listen to the song service. now. I have no service. I have no service. I might need to see that. Yeah, so we're going to listen to it now. We're going to listen to it in a deep way. The has, it, it has no words. Yeah. So each person has to take it in their own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah. So the Bidisha Minigin, you have to take it in your own way. And then we'll, we'll speak a little bit about this week's parasha. 
I will try to maybe give a little bit of a guidance to how to listen to the song. Perhaps each person can do whatever they want. And we'll see, as always, if we can listen to the song in a deeper way. If, it could, if we can listen to it deeper, and then we can listen to ourselves in a deeper way. So, Mo, you got to make it nice and... Uh, nice and chazak? Nice and chazak. Right. Yeah. What's the assignment? I'm sorry. The assignment is to pay attention to the song. Okay. I just... They said deeper, something that you have to listen to it deeper. And at the end, hopefully, after we speak a little bit, okay. we'll have a new yes. kavana, because there's no words here. Gotcha. Except for his feel in the middle, but that's not the tradition of
Everybody's heard the prediction of Megan. Yeah? Famous Megan. Did you read, did everybody see the tefillah that was, you heard the tefillah? The tefillah that you should be able to see, you should be zochet to see the Nukudas Tobos in his, in his friends and himself. What's a key in the middle of the prediction of Megan talking about, you know, Brestle return? Like that's, that's a Renachman, that's a Rish base. What's, what's going on in the middle of the song there? So Yosef, now it's been 22 years. It's been 22 years. It's hard to imagine. To think about it. You have to be misboned a little bit. We go through these parshas very fast. 22 years Yosef's away from his family. 22 years. Imagine you had a kid for one year was, was gone. 22 years. It's probably one of the most, if not the most emotional parsha. When Yosef reunites with his brothers and then his father. And Kol Terkul. And of course, Yaakov, when he hears, he's very excited. Yosef is still alive. I'm going to go see him before I die. And then when he sees Yosef, Yosef, Yaakov says to Yosef, Now I can die. After I've seen your face, because you're still alive. So two, a few questions. Why not just say, when he hears the news, he should just say, I'm going to go see Yosef. I'm so excited, my son's alive, I'm going to go see Yosef. And when he sees Yosef, he should say, I'm so happy to see you after all these years. Why is he mentioning dying twice? He, Yaakov says, my son's still alive, I'm going to go see him before I die. Yaakov says to Yosef, now I can die that I've seen your face. Why are we mentioning dying over here? Other of it, it's a time for, for living. Not a time for dying. Two times, you see, he says it. Also, Gemara tells us. Gemara tells us, I think it's in Tainus. It says, Yaakovinu lomes. Yaakovinu doesn't die. Right, next expression, it seems like he died. Yaakovino Lomes, of course it means physically he died, but there's a concept, Yaakovino Lomes. Yaakovino never dies. So why is he so obsessed with dying? I'm going to go before I die, I'm going to see you, now that I've seen you, I could die. Again. Okay, you're going to see Yosef, and it could be that you will eventually pass on Yaakovino, but why, why are you mentioning this concept of, I'm going to die, especially when you're the, the Av, you're the father who doesn't die. Another question. It seems when this meeting of Yaakov and Yosef happens, of course they're both emotional. But it seems, if you read the parsha, it seems like Yaakov is the one who's more emotional. It seems that it's all about Yaakov. He's the one who makes the statement, now that I've seen you, I can die. Yosef doesn't say anything necessarily at that moment. Why is it more emotional for Yaakov than for Yosef? Also, you see constantly in the parsha the word, ki you're still alive. Od Yosef Benichai. You're still my son Yosef is alive. Od Yosef Chai. Again and again and again. Od Yosef Chai. Od Chai. Od Chai. Od Chai. What's that in you? And four or five. Why was it Davka that once Yaakov saw Yosef, 
Now he can die. What was it about seeing? Until then, it sounds like he's, there's nothing wrong. Now, now that I've seen you, now I can die. What, what does that mean? What's the, what's the seeing of Yosef? What does that have to do with anything? And the last, this just came down today at some point, because I realized Hey Teves was today, right? No? Mr. Gorn, what's Hey Teves? So Didanetzach. What Shaykh is to Didanetzach? We have to connect the parasha, it's connected all together. Didanetzach? Hey Teves. Hey Teves, was the time when there was, there was a big machlokis with the Svarim, Lubavitch versus. Somebody else wanted to take the Svarim. Oh, the Friedrich Rebbe had thousands of, I don't know how many thousands of Svarim he had. There's a big machlokas who would get the Svarim. And Lubavitch Rebbe was on one side and there was somebody else on the other side. And it was on Hey Teves that the Supreme Court, Supreme Court was it? Supreme Court decided that 770, Lubavitch Rebbe would get the Svarim. Didan, and he came out saying, Didan Netzach, we were victorious. It's a big day. So Hey Teves is a big day. Svarim were the property of the Hasidim. Right, that, that's what, that, that's what yeah. came out. The Svarim of the property of the Hasidim. So Didan Netzach, we won. We were victorious. And it became a big day. Now, like, every Hey Tevis is a big day. They have Svarim for Chabad. They, they or selling okay. big sales in Svarim today. It's a big, it's a big simcha. Didan Netzach, we were victorious. So, of course, it has to do something with, with this parsha. Okay. So, let's see how to Dishmaya. So, Yaakov, you know... Yaakov Avinu is the last of the office. Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Chesed, Gvura, Teferis. After Yaakov Avinu, it had to be that there was going to be a Hemshech, a Kal Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael, the children of Yisrael. Avram was one, Yitzhak was one, Yaakov was one. After Yaakov, it was supposed to be B'nai Yisrael. From Yaakov Avinu, who was supposed to create with his 12 sons, Kal Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael. He was supposed to pass on Yiddishkeit. He was supposed to pass on the Mesorah, the Kochos, connection to the Kodesh Baruch Hu, how to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And Yaakov understood that since Rachel Imenu was his main wife that he was supposed to marry, that her son, her Bechor, which ultimately, of course, was Yosef, Yosef was going to be the head. He was going to be the tzaddik after Yaakov to transition into Bnei Yisrael. Because Kalei Yisrael always needs a leader. We have tzaddikim. And Yaakov believed it was Yosef. Elu told us Yaakov Yosef. Yaakov spent his whole life, as for the first 17 years of Yosef's life, teaching him, training him, educating him. All the secrets he learned in Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever, he passed on to Yosef. He did not pass on these things to the other children, even though he loved them. But Yosef, was, Yosef at Tzaddik was going to be the Tzaddik Emes, the true Tzaddik, to lead Klal Yisrael to the next Shlav in, in Klal Yisrael's history, in Yisrael's history. And we know that Chazal tells us it was Dafka Yosef that was going to fight against Esav. Because part of our, our avoda in this world is that we have an eternal enemy called Esav. Yaakov couldn't overcome Esav without Yosef. Chazal say, something about Yosef was going to be that which would be victorious over Esav throughout time. 
And Yaakov understood that for there to be the tzaddik who can fight against Esav, you needed a tzaddik who was a normal tzaddik. Yaakov Vino was not a normal tzaddik. Yaakov Vino is called Yaakov Shlimta. He was perfect. No mistakes by Yaakov Vino. So although that's amazing, but that's not something that can last. That's not, you can't teach a nation to be perfect. It's not possible. We're human beings. Kaddish Baruch wants a nation of normal people. And to have it, the, the second, there's two types of tzaddik. There's a tzaddik emes, which is like Yaakov, Yaakov Shlimta, which is perfect, untouchable. But that can't be passed on to a nation. Rather, there's a second type of tzaddik emes, which is the tzaddik emes called Shiva Yipol Tzaddik Vakam. The, the tzaddik of, he falls down seven times, but he gets back up. That's normal. That can be passed on to a nation. People who try to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and they make mistakes, but they get back up. The tzaddik teaches them how to get back up. He's mechazik them. So it was going to be ya- Yosef's type of tzaddik that was going to lead Klal Yisrael throughout history to fight against Esav to serve a Kaddish Baruch. Because Yosef is the one who has ups and downs. Yosef is not perfect. Yosef makes mistakes, as we see in the Parshish. This tzaddik was going to help through a deep connection, through a deep dveikas to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he'd be able to withstand all of life's tests, trials, tribulations, which is always, all the tests of life is always Esav, because Esav is the embodiment of the Yitzhahara. Every test we have is the, is the fight against the Yitzhahara. They were dafka through the dveikas to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's what's going to get him through. This is compared to Moshe and, and Yoshua. Right? Moshe, Rabbeinu, the greatest leader we ever had. Even though he was the greatest leader, he only led us up to a certain point. When Klai Yisrael was abnormal, when they were living Lamaila Manateva in the Midbar, receiving the Torah, and there was a mun, and there was water coming from a rock. So Moshe Rabbeinu led that, that nation. But when the nation had to go to Eretz Yisrael and become normal, and to become B'nai Yisrael, that would become who we are now. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't lead that nation. Because Moshe Rabbeinu is like the tzaddik like Yaakov. Yaakov Shlumta. Moshe Rabbeinu and Yaakov are very connected. It's not for now. One's Teferis Milabar, Milagav. One's inside Teferis, one's outside Teferis. But yeah, Moshe Rabbeinu was, was too perfect. He couldn't pass on himself to the nation. He needed a Talmud, Yoshua, who would be able to guide the nation as a tzaddik emes of the lower madrega, that was normal. Moshe is the sun. Yeshua is the moon, Chazal say. The sun doesn't wax and doesn't wane. It might go up and down, but it's always around. It doesn't get smaller. It's perfect. The moon, though, and we know Klai Yisrael is likened to the moon, the Levana. We wax, we wane, we get small, Looks like we're down and out. We get back up. We get big again. Then we get small again. That's how Claudius Yisrael's lived and that's how we live our lives. We have our ups and our downs. Our, our waxes and our wanes. So Yaakov, he was like the sun. Remenachan says in Torah, he's like the sun. Yosef's like the moon. Right? To pass on to the next generation, to create a Claudius Yisrael, to take Claudius Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael, to take Claudius Yisrael to the next Shlav, 
You always need to have a tzaddik emes, like a Yaakov, like a Moshe, but then pass it down to a Yosef and to Yeshua, like the Moshe. So Yaakov, you know, trains Yosef at Tzadik to be this next shlav in Bnei Yisrael. And he sends Yosef down, Yosef the leader, <clears throat> he sends him down to Shechem to find his brothers right, a few weeks ago. And Yosef Fatzalik never comes back. Yaakov you know, sends his son to a place where he knew wasn't so posh because he knew there was a little bit of a rift between the brothers, but he wanted Yo- Yosef to be the leader. He knew Yosef Atzadik could be the leader of the brothers, so he sent, they, were, they, they distanced themselves from Yosef. Yosef was back with Yaakov, being trained, wearing his kasonas possum, and the brothers left. Yaakov says, we, this, we need B'nai Yisrael, we need, we need a Klal Yisrael. Yosef, you're the leader, go down to them, be makar of them, connect with them. But unfortunately, Yosef Atzadik never came back from that. And Yaakov Vinu felt responsible. Yaakov Inu sent him to Shechem and he felt responsible that Yosef Atalik never came back. When Yosef didn't come back, Yaakov Inu's mission failed. Yaakov Inu failed. If Yaakov Inu failed, that means there's no more Olam Hazel, there's no more Olam Haba. It came over Yaakov. His whole life's mission was to pass on to Yosef because Yosef was going to be the head of Bnei Yisrael. B'nai Yaakov, B'nai Yisrael. If there's no Yosef, then Yisrael's dead. It's game over. And think about it. After Yosef Atali is sold down to Mitzrayim, which of course Yaakov didn't know, we don't hear about Yaakov until this week's Parsha. That means for 22 years, we don't hear anything about Yaakov because he was Kilu dead. His life was over. Right? We don't hear about him. There's a mice with Yehuda. Most of it's about Yosef now. But Yaakov, you know, thought Yosef was dead. He thought it was game over. He thought his mission failed. No more Olam Hazan, no Olam Abba. Kilu, Kilu, Yaakov is dead. But deep down, of course, Yaakov, you know, didn't want to believe that Yosef was Mamshgan. He waited, and he waited. Because if he truly believed Yosef was done, he would have died. If, if, his mission, if his life's mission was mamish over, then he really would have died. But the fact that he didn't die, he, he was waiting. He was waiting. Agav, it could be, it could be that had Yosef never been found, and had Yosef not been found, it could be that Yaakov would have passed on the Mesor right before his death to Binyamin. Binyamin, the second son of Rachel Imenu, so the second son of his chosen wife. And Binyamin, what do you know by Binyamin? There's a little bit Aga, but it's Binyamin never sinned. Kumar says, there was a few people that never sinned. David's father never sinned. Amram, Moshe's father never sinned. And Binyamin never sinned. Now, Yaakov Avinu didn't want to give to Binyamin. Why? Because Binyamin is, is, this, is similar to Yaakov. Yaakov Shlomte, Binyamin's perfect. You can't create a Klal Yisrael with a Binyamin. If he had to, he would have passed a Binyamin, then Binyamin would have become the next Yaakov, and then Binyamin would have had to pass down to one of his children. It happens to be Binyamin had 10 children. A similar Indian like Yaakov who had 12. 
So Binyamin could have been the next of the Avos. He would have been the next Tzadik Emes who would have had to pass down. But Yaakov Inu didn't want to pass that down because he knew ultimately to beat out Esav, to have a nation that's going to grow, would have to be the Tzadik of the Shiva Yipal, Tzadik Vakam. The Tzadik which falls, which sins, which makes mistakes, but gets back up, does tshuva. Binyamin wasn't that type of Tzadik. And that explains why Yaakov could not give up Binyamin. Yaakov was holding on to Binyamin for dear life because once Yosef is gone, at least, maybe, if at last resort, if Yosef's never found, so I'll give it over to Binyamin. And then my mission wasn't accomplished fully, but at least I'm not fully, fully gone. He couldn't give up Binyamin. Because if he gave up Binyamin and Binyamin didn't come back, mamish, mamish game over. Like, done, Shabbat done. So he held on to Binyamin for dear life. Now for Bnei Yisrael, for us, Klal Yisrael, to become a nation of Netzach Netzachim, of eternity, which is a little bit of a theme. We spoke about this with Avram Avinu. We spoke about this theme of, of the Nitzchus of Am Yisrael and how it was created from, from Avram Avinu's Emunah already. We spoke about that many, many weeks ago. But for the Bnei Yisrael to be a nation of Netzach Netzachim, we had to become a nation like the moon. A nation that can wax and wane, get pushed down, be down, but never out. That's normal. That's what happens in life. People have ups and downs. That's the way Akashbel created the world. So the way to create a nation of Netzach and Netzachim would be a nation that, that can get pushed to the brink, which we have been, but never give up, always hold on. And Yaakov Avinu knew that Yosef had issues with his brothers and he wasn't perfect. So he was, that, he was the candidate. Again, he was the candidate to be the leader of this type of nation. He just didn't realize, what Yaakov didn't realize was that to create a nation of, of Nitzchias, to create a nation that was likened to the moon that we have to be not perfect and make mistakes but then do tshuva. So Yaakov thought, okay, so he had fights with his brothers, but he'll do tshuva and he'll become the leader. That was enough. Yaakov didn't realize that you have to go through a 22-year process. 22 years of being sold, of being beaten, going down to Mitzrayim, having trials and tribulations and Nisyonos, having temptations, Ishes Potiphar, going down to a jail. 22 years of Nisyonos. Until Yosef was mamish like the moon. It looked like it was game over for Yosef at Tzadik. He kept falling further and further. First he goes down from, he left his brothers. And then he got even further down, he went down to Mitzrayim. And then he got even further down because he went into the pit, the base of Sower, even lower in Mitzrayim in the ground, Mamish. He was almost, almost done. And until we know, he was shot up in one moment. He somehow went from the, literally the, most, the, the floor, underneath the floor, the lowest place, the darkest place in the world, he somehow shot up to the top to become second in command of Mitzrayim. But he was almost out. And Yaakov didn't, didn't know that, that you had to be pushed that far. But to make a nation of Netzach Netzachim, of Nitzchis, we need to be pushed to the brink. The stronger a person is, is because he was pushed deep and down. What does it say? I'm just thinking now. It says in, 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 in Tefillah Moshe, we say, we say it's Tehillim, we say on Shabbos, uh, Kodesh Baruch pushes a person down Ad Daka. What's the Lashon? 
You know the Lashon I'm talking about? What? Toshiv Enosh Adaka. HaKadosh Baruch Hu pushes man down Adaka to like, he crushes him. And then what? V'amr like Shuvu. What's the next line? I'll give you a second. Fred Lashon. Anyone remember? I forgot about that. He crushes man down and then he says return. We spoke about it. We spoke about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We spoke about it. Yeah. The Lashon of crushing. But the, the bigger a person is, is because he was mamish pushed down even further. This is Gal Sadam. This is the fight against Asaph. It's Dafka. When this, not this one. Oh, no, I don't, I don't remember so much. You'll, you'll remind me. I don't think I got it because I couldn't figure out. It's the Pagamim in Chelek That's why it's 6,000. You'll let me know. Ah, Toshet Shoyach. Toshev enosh adaka v'tomer shuvu b'nei adam. Hashem pushes man down, mamish with the bring, and then says, "Now come back. Now do shuvu." Because that's how you make a strong person. That's how you build big muscles, right? So Yaakov didn't realize that just like Yaakov Vinu learned in Shein Vever for fourteen years away from his parents, and then he was by Lavan for twenty-two years, twenty-one years, twenty-two years. Yosef Tzadik did the same thing. He first learned with his father for fourteen years because he was with Yaakov until seventeen. So let's say he started teaching him at three years old. Let's say Yaakov started teaching Yosef at three. So from three to 17, that's when he was sold, 14 years. And then he was down for 22 years. Like the same amount of years that Yaakov had to go through his process, he had to pass that on. He didn't realize it. But Yosef at Tzadik Mamash had to go to deep, 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 deep places in order to become the strongest Yosef and the leader of, of Klaeson. But then Yaakov heard that Yosef was still alive. We always know the end of the story. It's always nice. Yosef's alive. Od bini Yosef chai. He's still alive. He's still living. But not only that, Yaakov then realized, wow. He realized in Mitzrayim, in the deepest, darkest place, and he was, Yosef was still a light. Od bini Yosef chai. Yosef was still alive. Alive. He wasn't just physically alive. He understood Ode is gematria yesod. Yo, Yaakov, Yosef was still the midasai yesod. Ode is 80. Yesod is 80. So Yosef was still the midasai yesod, which yesod means foundation. Yaakov you know, is training Yosef to be the foundation, the, the, the foundation of Kal Yisrael. <clears throat> and he gets set down for 22 years and Yaakov you know, says, even if, Yaakov, even if Yosef is alive, uh, he's no yesod anymore. He's, he's beat up. He's, he's probably fallen into Mitzrayim, fallen into temptations of Odazara, Gilirat. Who knows what he's fallen into? Now, Ode, Ode, Ode. Oh, Yosef bin Ichai. Oh, he's still alive. He's still Yesod. He's still alive, Mamash. He's living. He's alive. Just like I left him. 22 years later. And this proved, this proved to Yaakov Vinu, Shiva Yippo in the strongest way. That he could be pushed down and down and down and down and down, but for coming, he got back up. He's able to get back up. That's a Yesod. A Yesod is Emes. Something that you could push down and you could try to break again and again, but it's always going to be there. Yaakov Inu's Emes. He passed down the Emes to Yosef. You can cover over Emes. You could put it in a dark room, but eventually it's going to come out. It's Emes. Emes can't die. Emes cannot die. Sheker dies. Eventually. There's a lot of Sheker that goes on. And Sheker can last for a long time. But eventually Emes prevails. Kalei is still here. 
We've been pushed down and we've been pushed down and we've been pushed down and we've been covered over and we've been smeared and we've been dist- beat up and broken. But Emma's prevails. Emma's comes out. The light always beats the darkness. I don't care how much darkness there is. You light one light match, all the darkness goes away. Emma's is always there. And therefore, at that moment that he realized how much Yosef had to go through, how many times he had to fall to the darkest place, Shevi Bozadav would come, he then, Claudius became likened to the moon. At that point, he's like, oh, now we finally got it. Yosef Tzadik is mamish the moon. He's the Levon. He's gonna, he, could, he could wax, he could wane. But every Rosh Chodesh, he's going to come back strong. And this proved Netzach Yisrael lo Yishakir. The Nitzchis of Yisrael, Yisrael meaning Yaakov, of Klal Yisrael lo Yishakir. It's not Sheker, it's Emes. Nitzchis, eternity. The eternity of Yaakov. Now Yaakov's mission's accomplished. Yaakov didn't die. Yaakov thought he was dead. Yosef is gone. My whole mission is done. I'm done all my I'm done all my It looks game over. It looks like it's game over. Last minute, the light comes out. Right? The moon, it looks like it's done. The 29th of the month, you can't see, you go up, look in the night, you can't see anything. There's nothing there. There's no moon. There's nothing. It's gone. But then what happens if you just wait a little bit longer? Then a little bit of the sliver comes out. Ah, Rosh Chodesh. Right? The new moon comes. It didn't die. You just couldn't see it. But it's still there. Netzach Yisrael Yishakar. That's Kalei Yisrael. It looks like we're down and out. Just wait. Just wait a little bit longer. And Kalei Yisrael comes back. Yosef comes back. The light comes back. B'nai Yisrael can never die. Once we were pushed down, once Yosef was pushed down to the brink, mamish, and didn't die, and didn't lose his ruchnius, Yaakovina was sure Klal Yisrael, like Yosef, will never be destroyed. Ever. When Yosef heard, when Yosef revealed himself to his brothers, first question, Ha'od Avichai, Ha'od. Ha'od Avichai. Is my father still alive? Now, even though Yosef then said, bring Yaakov down, it, he, he was happy to know Yaakov was alive. He was happy to know. It was good. But when Yaakov heard that Yosef's alive, he had to see him. It was different. Yaakov, of course, Yosef wanted to see his father. But you didn't see the obsession like Yaakov. Yaakov said, I have to see him. Now I could die peacefully. I have to see him. Why well, wasn't it enough that he, he believed? Right? The brothers convinced Yaakov that Yosef was alive. They threw the conversations. There's different reasons how they convinced him. But Imamish believed Yosef was alive. So good, I'm happy. Oh, Baruch Hashem, mission accomplished. Why did he have to see Yosef? Of course a father wants to see his son, obviously. But there's something deep. What, what, he, what, what was the obsession to see his, his son? So remember, up until this moment, Yaakov Vino felt like he was dead. Up until the moment that he heard Yosef was alive, he thought he was dead. Kilu, he was mace. Olam Hazet, Olam he thought he was gone. Game over. <clears throat> if you don't see Yosef, if you don't see your Hemshech, Right? Yaakov didn't see his Yosef, his Hemshech, his continuation. He's dead. 
right? If a person doesn't see a reason to live the next day, he becomes depressed, he's killed, he's dead. Because if you don't see, then you're dead. Gemara tells us, a sumo, a blind person, is what? It's chash of kameis. Gemara paskins that a sumo is chash of kameis. He's like, he's like he's dead. Of course he's not dead. Of course he's alive. He could go around, do a lot of things. But a sumo, because he can't see, is chash of kameis. So Yaakovina was like a sumo who was blind. After Yosef, his continuation left, Yaakovina couldn't see anymore. Yaakovina got no nevu anymore. For 22 years, he had no nevu because he couldn't see. Nevu as a chazon, as a vision, no more visions, because he couldn't see anywhere. Yosef was gone. His continuation was gone. He didn't see a continuation. He didn't see the next day. He didn't see the next. Day. He didn't see a continuation to Klal Yisrael. So he was like a sumer chash of kames. Gemara tells us, brachas, if you don't see a person, if you don't see a friend for thirty days, when you see your friend, you're supposed to say brachas shechiyanu v'kimanu v'giyanu lezmanazeh. If you don't see your friend for 12 months, what do you say? Baruch Mechai Mason. See Baruch Mechai Mason. So Yaakovin, of course, didn't see Yosef for many more than 12 months. And Yaakovin was blind. He was dead. So he had to see Yosef. He needed to see with his eyes the light of Yosef. Because when he saw Yosef, and he said, Baruch Mechai Mason. He was talking about his own Mechai Mason. Because until now he was dead. There was no continuation. He couldn't see. But now that he saw Yosef, he had to see Yosef. Because to see, to go from a sumo, which is Chasuk Kemes, if you could be a sumo that then sees, if you're a sumo, you're like dead. If you have a blind person who is miraculous, he could see, what happens? What's it called? Tchias Mason. If a sum is chashev kameis, and if he can now see, it's it's tchias He's become reborn. He's alive again. So Yenakov saw Yosef. He said the brach on himself. Baruch mechayim He was given a life again because now his mission accomplished. Right before it was mission failed. He was dead. Now that he sees Yosef tchias he's not going to die from olam haba anymore. Yaakovinu lo meis. Yaakovinu never dies. The Yomer Yisrael Yosef, now we understand why he was obsessed with first of all with seeing him and why he was obsessed with dying at this point. The Yomer Yisrael Yosef, Amusa Pam, now I can die. Rashi says, what does that mean, Amusa, now I can die? Because before this, Rashi says, he thought he was dead, Olam Hazeh, Olam Now he's only going to die in Olam Hazeh, physically. Yaakov, you know, dies like every other person. <clears throat> but he's not going to die in Olam Meaning, this time I can die. In Olam Hazekadai, but I'm going to have a Tchias Mason. Because Yaakovinu Lomais. Because now that I see Yosef, now that I see the continuation, I don't lose my Olam Haba anymore. I'm going to have an Olam Haba. I'm going to have a Tchias Mason. He was brought back to life. He had to see, because it's the seeing that's Mechai Mason. Just like when we have a Mechai Mason, Mertz Hashem, we're going to be able to see with our eyes those people who passed away. <clears throat> Yaakov was able to see himself again. He was walking around like a, like a zombie, like a ghost. Then when he saw Yosef, he was able to see himself again. And we know that Yosef looked like Yaakov. When he saw Yosef, he saw himself again. A younger Yaakov. Because Yaakov aged 22 years. He hadn't seen himself in 22 years. He hadn't seen himself in 22 years. He had no vision. He had no sight. (laughs) 
Now Yosef, Agav, Yosef wasn't obsessed with seeing Yaakov because Yosef ne- didn't lose his Olam Haba then he had to get it back. Yosef's test of Olam Haba, Olam Hazar Olam Haba was by Ishas Potiphar. It's a different Indian. Because I'll talk about it. He almost lost his Olam Haba with Ishas Potiphar. That's what saved him. Seeing Yaakov, happens to be Seeing Yaakov at that moment, right, when he saw Yaakov in the window, and Yaakov says to him in the Medrash, <clears throat> listen, buddy, if you do this, you're gone. Olam Hazar Olam Haba. Your, your name's going to be taken off the Choshen, off the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol. So Yaakov, Yosef already had his seeing that saved him. So he was done. So Yaakov, Yosef now didn't need to see Yaakov. He needed to know Yaakov was alive. He didn't need to see him. Of course, he wanted to see him. He didn't need to see Yaakov like Yaakov needed to see Yosef. He didn't need him, Chaim Mason. So Yaakov in Lomais, which is Lomais Yaakov. Yaakov in Lomais is Lomais Yaakov. Lomais Yaakov is the same letters as Emes Liakov. Lomais Yaakov is the same letters as Emes Liakov. Emes doesn't die. Once he saw Yosef, he was, he was actually, at that moment that he saw Yosef, now he's going to have everlasting life. When he didn't see Yosef, when, he, when Yosef was sold, he thought he was gone. Olam azal it was game over. Yaakov vino meis. Yaakov vino meis. But when he saw Yosef, now he had tchias Now he was never going to die. Now Yosef was never going to die. Now Klaus was never going to die. At that point, it became Yaakovinu Lomes. Not no Lomes in physical. Of course, Yaakovinu dies in physical reality. But Yaakovinu Lomes. Hapam. Amusa. Hapam. Now I'm going to die only in physical death. But not die in Netzach and Sachem. And that's Netzach Yisrael, or Yishakir. When he saw Yosef, it became forever. Netzach Yisrael, the eternity of Klaus, the eternity of Yaakov, of Yisrael. Lo Yishakar, it's not a Sheker, it's not Sheker anymore. It's Emes, Emes Yaakov. Titein Emes Yaakov. <clears throat> and Yosef, to connect, of course, we're still holding on to Hanukkah. Yosef's like the Ner Hanukkah. Happens to be a Ner Hanukkah. I think I worked it out right, you could check me. I just did it like 10 seconds ago. Ner Hanukkah is Gemachi Yaakov Yosef. I think you could work that out. Ner, Ner Chanukah equals Yaakov Yosef. So what's the Ner Chanukah? It's a big Chiddush by Ner Chanukah. You have a person who unfortunately is away from his house. He's away from his house on Chanukah. That's very sad. <clears throat> Not to be in your house by Chanukah. The whole Indian of Chanukah is Ner Yishabesa. To be home with the family, to be home, to have a house to light in. But so for some reason this person couldn't be home. And he's draining around. He's wandering. And he's sad, and he's depressed, and it's dark. Chanukah, time of light, but by him it's dark. He has no light. He's, he's away from his home. He has no Chanukah. Light, no, no nearest Chanukah. But what happens? He sees in a window of some Jew a menorah. And he sees one candle burning in that menorah. You know what happens? What happens? What's halacha? He could say a brach on that, on that candle. It's not his. It's not his candle. He's not even in the house. He's outside the house. He's in a place of darkness. He's outside. He's sad. He's depressed. He's lonely. He's alone. And he sees that one candle. And that one candle gives him a little bit of chizik. That one candle is like the new moon starting again. And he could say, That just, just like a Kaddish Baruch Denisim, even though Klaus was almost down and out by Hanukkah, we remember down and out. 
Yovan was killing us. Jews were converting. Hellenism. We were almost down and out. We had a few left who were ready to fight. A few. It was ut ut. No more Klaiso. But Netzach Yisrael Yishakar. Once Yosef didn't lose, Klaiso can never be out. And Matasyahu knew that. Matasyahu knew that. He says, we can't die. We could fight. We could be Moser Nefesh. We can't lose. If Yosef and Tzadik could go for 22 years and Mamish almost be out, but yet a Kodesh Baruch took him and, t- and kept him and held him, so we can't lose either. So a person sees that light in that, 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 that menorah, and he sees that one candle. He could say a brach on that. Yosef and Tzadik is the Ner Hanukkah that Yaakov and Nusson said a brach on. That Yaakov went down to Mitzrayim in the darkest place and said a brach on Yosef. Because he, he got the chizik from Yosef Atzadik. That light in Mitzrayim, in the darkness, that was enough to keep Klai Yisrael going. Netzach Netzach, Netzach Yisrael Yishakeh. Birchus is like a Mechayim Eisim. Right? You say, after 12 months, you don't see your friend, we said, you say a bracha of Mechayim Eisim. You're outside at night, in Hanukkah, you're away from your house, it's dark, Kilo, you're dead. You can't see, it's dark. You see that one light, it lights you up. It's a birchus ri, it's like Mechai Mason. It brings you life. Yosef was the light in the Choshech. So sometimes we feel, sometimes we feel in our Ruchnius, we haven't accomplished what we could accomplish. We're far. Kosh gave us certain kochos, and we haven't used them. We don't have a hemshech. We don't see the next day. We don't see the next month. According to what I'm holding like now, it's never going to change. I have all these issues with me. It's never going to change. Maybe I have Nekudus Tovos. Look, I learned Rabbi Nachman, and he tells me, Reish Pei Beis. I have Nekudus Tovos. <clears throat> I believe him, but what? I don't see them. Of course I believe Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman says, everybody's Nekudus Tovos, and I believe that. But believing is not seeing. Sometimes you need to see to believe. Yaakov Vinu believed Yosef was alive, but he needed to see Yosef. And therefore we have to daven. We have to daven. That we all have the Kudus Tovos Mamash. But sometimes they're hidden deep. We don't even re- know that they're there. We have to daven. That we should be able to see them, not just believe in them. Because when we don't see our Kudus Tovos, Chash of we don't have a hemshech. Personally, I don't have a hemshech. What's going to be with me? Okay, so fine, so I'll raise my kids. But like, what's going to be with me? No, no, no. That's not, that's not the emes. So if Yosef can go down for 22 years, he could be chash of kemes. Yaakov Vinu was chash of kemes. Yet, netzach yisrael yashakir. You need to daven to Kodesh Baruch that we could be able to see. Rav od b'nichai. Rav od is gematria reish pebez. That's azam. B'nichai is gematria yisod. Od is gematria yisod. Rav Od, B'nichai. If a person is zochet to see the Nekudas Tova, see, Karsh Baruch has been mezakahim, then B'nichai, then he's alive. Gematria Yesod. Yesod is the foundation that doesn't die. That was the Hemshech. The Emes, the Yesod. Yaakov's the Emes. Yosef's the Yesod. They can't die. Azamra Lulukai Be'odi. That's what Rabbi Nachman says. Azamra Lulukai. I'll be able to sing to Karsh Baruch Be'odi with my Ode. Ode means, again, Ode means still. Ode means everlasting, right? Ode means still. My son Yosef is still alive. 
od, v'od, v'od, v'od. Gematria Yisod. That's what Yosef was. And that's what Dida Netzach is. Dida Netzach. Nitzchis. We thought we lost the Svarim. We thought we lost the Svarim. And that would have been a big hit. And it was almost out. Went to the Supreme Court. It was Mamish Ot Ot. But yet, Kadosh Baruch Hu saved us. It was an ace. Dida Netzach. Nitzchis. Netzach Yisrael Yishakir. And we were zochah to hear the Bredich of Renigin, which is, it's a Nigin itself, if you listen to it deeply. It's a Nigin of Netzach Netzachim. It just goes on, and it goes on, and it gives a person chiz, and it gives a person hope. But not only that, what does Akiva add? Akiva happens to be Akiva himself. The, Akiva the Tana was someone who, Akiva ben Yosef, and Akiva is somebody who was, until 40, he wasn't, he hated Tamid Echamim. He was almost down and out, yet, he changes his whole life around. But what's, this, what's, this, what's the tefillah? Is this the translation of the tefillah? Yeah. What's the tefillah? If you listen, if you listen to the tefillah, he's talking about Azamra, Reish Pei Bei, Soma Nekudas Tovos. In the song of the B'ditch Benigin, he's singing that a Kodesh Baruch let me see, let me see the Nekudas Tovos in others, let me see them in myself. Give me eyes to see the good and grace you have given in the world. I, will ma- I don't know if there's the exact translation here. I don't know what this is. But if you listen to the words, the kafschus, liros mailas chaveir let me see the mila of my friends, but not their lackings, not their chesrona. Let me see in myself my mailas my, my and not my lackings. That's the Nikudas Tovos. That's to see properly. The only way that a person can have a continuation to be not just a person who's physically alive. Yaakov was physically alive. Yosef was physically alive. But to be od Yosef, b'nichai. To be living, to be midas yisod, you have to see the Nikudas Tovos. Down the Kafskos. This is Mamash Reish Pebez. This is Zama. This is Netzach Netzachim. No. Mishibizorcha. Shrizochah to be able to continue on from what Yaakov Venus started, what Avram Venus started, to Yitzchak, to Yaakov, to Yosef, <clears throat> to be people who, who we wax and we wane. But we never, we're never out. We're down, but never out. We're like the moon. It looks like we're done. But there's a hischadshis. There are times where we're, we're, we're smaller and smaller and smaller. And there's sometimes where it's mamish black. Right? At the end of the month, it's mamish black outside. But you have to just hold on a little longer. Od rega. Od rega. Yosef Tzadik held on. Yaakov Vino held on to the last moment. The, the, the Hashmanoim held on to the last moment until they couldn't hold on any longer. And then a Kodesh Baruch takes them to Geula. Kodesh Baruch brings out the Nekudos Tovos. Because Netzach Yisrael Yishakir. Yishakir.